Hello and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with Stone Carver artist and local business owner Emma Levitt. Hi. Thank you so much for being here, Emma. Thanks for having me. Emma is the owner of Little Mountain Stoneworks, but before we dive into her artistry, Emma, where are you from? Um, I grew up in southern Vermont in a really small town called Dorset, uh, close to the New York border. Okay, how how small? Like less than 500 people, very small. The, oh, wow. the, the big town where I went to high school, I think had maybe 5,000 people in it. So very small town. So when people say Cookville is small, you're thinking. This is the big city, yeah. This is, this is the metropolis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what were your interests growing up? Did you grow up in an artistic family? Yeah, I did. I uh, Both of my parents went to the RIT craft school and uh, were, they were not working artists when I was growing up, but they were definitely creative people. And my mom was actually my art teacher in elementary school. Uh, and my brother was also an artist and he had gone to school for ceramics for a little while. So yeah, we were all sort of creatively inclined, I guess. Now, were you always into carving, or what arts were you just obsessed with as a child? Um, no, so definitely not carving stone. That was <laughs> much not. later. Um, but <laughs> probably don't need a five-year-old with those tools. <laughs> yeah, never had even thought about it. Um, <laughs> I always liked just drawing and painting growing up. Um, but I I never really dove deep into it until like high school and college, I would say. I just casually liked art when I was younger. Okay. And what was that moment where you thought, I'm really going to study this? This is my passion and my career. Well, I think the career part probably came later, but um, I think in high school, I just realized that I liked art more than anything else and that I wanted to go to art school. Um, so I I studied sculpture at Massachusetts College of Art and Design in Boston. Um, and actually, when I first went to school, I was interested in painting and art history because I was actually more into kind of the art gallery and museum side of art. Like, I didn't know if I wanted to be an artist myself, but I just wanted to be in the world. But um, after my first art history class, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. It was <laughs> a lot of memorizing dates and... So many dates. So many dates, it, and it was not really my thing. So I dove into the making more after that. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting with Emma Levitz. She is a local artist, stone carver, and owner of Little Mountain Stoneworks. So, Emma, how do you actually train to become a carver? Well, so I did an artist residency when I was in school uh, at a place called Salem Artworks in upstate New York, and there was a carver there from Romania that was working on this really big sculpture. And I just asked him if I could shadow him for a month or two while I was there for the residency. Um, and he kind of took me on and showed me how to carve stone a little bit. Um, but 
besides that, a lot of it has been self-taught. Um, I learned how to use a lot of the tools that I use in college, um, like different power tools. But I really dove into stone carving after school, had after I had already graduated. And I don't know, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and played around. And I eventually took a week-long stone carving class that has helped. Um, and then I also worked for a little bit as a, well, I, I worked at Tennessee Marble Company for a little bit. I started as an apprentice under their architectural carver, and he ended up retiring, and then I uh, ended up taking over the architectural carving there for a little while. So that was sort of on-the-job training, I guess. Well, first of all, I love how you just casually drop that you learned how to stone carve on YouTube. <laughs> There's a lot on it's, YouTube. It's just, oh, it's easy. I just turned on a little video. I could never. <laughs> well, you know, people think that they could never until they try it. That's true. And then you mentioned that you came to Tennessee. Yes. So how did you wind up here? How did you end up getting this position? Well, so I moved here in 2016 with a group of other artists I went to school with. Um, one of them had a connection to the area. And originally we were thinking about moving here to create sort of an artist residency program. But once we got here fresh out of school, we realized that we all wanted to dive into our individual art practices more. Um, and I was looking for stone to carve, and I randomly found Tennessee Marble Company outside of Knoxville to start getting material from them. And after a while of getting material from them, they mentioned that they were looking for some help in their carving and finishing department. And that's sort of how I got brought on as an apprentice at first. So were you living in Knoxville or were you commuting? No, I was commuting and that's part of the reason it didn't last very long. Is was it was a, you know, almost two hour drive each direction, but I really wanted to learn and it seemed like something I shouldn't pass up at least for a little while. And there's a time change too. Yeah, that made me really late on my first day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was an hour late. Whoopsie. Oops. <laughs> So was it a culture shock moving here? I know you're from a small town, mm -hmm. but what was it like moving here? Yeah, I, well, I was used to living in a small town, so that part wasn't shocking. But, I mean, moving from the northeast to the south <laughs> is always a culture shock. I wasn't used to living in an area that's, you know, generally very religious and kind of conservative leaning. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of that was a bit of a culture shock. But growing up in Vermont and then moving to Boston was also a culture shock. So I was kind of used to jumping around a little bit. You were primed. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Well, we're glad you came here. Thank More you. with Emma Levitz after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with stone carver, artist and local business owner Emma Levitz. Emma Levitz owns Little Mountain Stone Works. Emma, can you walk us through your artistic process of carving these beautiful pieces? Sure. Um, so I use all hand tools. I use a mix of 
uh, electric tools and pneumatic tools. Um, I use an angle grinder and a hammer and chisels and lots of different sanding and grinding tools. Um, I get all of my stone from Tennessee Marble Company, and I buy their offcuts and scraps. So all the pieces that I get are sort of random sizes and shapes and different types of marble. And then I will... Usually I will think of an idea of what I want to make and then find the stone that's right for that. But sometimes I'll just pick a random stone and kind of start carving and then see where it takes me from there. So how do you decide what you want to carve? Because you do all sorts of things. If Y'all, if you go and look at Emma's Etsy, Little Mountain Stoneworks, she has everything from plate sets to spoon rests. Uh, plant holders, all sorts of things. So where do you find that inspiration? Well, uh, because my background is more in fine art and sculpture, I think I initially think about the form more than the function. And uh, one reason I started making a lot of those more functional items was, um, you know, I'd always made like sculpture, but I really didn't like how people felt like they couldn't touch the work. And, um, it, and the first time I made like a mortar and pestle and watched people hold it in their hands and have kind of a more intimate moment with it, I um, I just like really liked that connection. And so I started really thinking about um, not only how the piece looks, but how it feels in your hand and how how heavy it is or how um, I don't know how you're drawn to it with your hands and your eyes. Um, so. I, I guess I spend a lot of time just thinking about a form that looks soothing to the eye and also like that you want to hold on to. That is something I have never considered before. The actual interaction with the art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm one of the people that I have to touch it. Yeah, I, I'm that way too. If like art glass. galleries are really challenging because I, <laughs> I want to touch everything and I know you're definitely not supposed to, but I wanted to have... Uh, give people kind of that opportunity to interact with it on more than one sensory level. So what is your studio like? So my studio, so I, when I first started my business a couple years ago, I was just working out of my yard. Um, I create a lot of dust and I didn't have a studio space. So really I set up a pop-up tent in my yard. And for the first two years, that's what Little Mountain Stoneworks was. Um, I didn't have a table initially, and I actually took, uh, but this is like such a nightmare to other carvers probably, but I took a <laughs> bunch of old tires and I stacked them and I put a piece of wood on top of it. That was my first carving table, but eventually I built myself a carving table and um, yeah, I was just working out of my yard for a while, but that was challenging because I used to not really be able to work in the winter or if it was raining or something. Um, but last August, I moved into uh, an actual studio space in Cookville. And so it's a big metal building and I have concrete floors now and I have heat and um, yeah. Heat. Yeah. Heat, it was a, heat and a floor was Ooh. a huge improvement last year. No more tires. Yes. No more tires. But you know, this is the perfect example of not waiting to have all of your ducks in a row just doing it mm -hmm. because a lot of people will just wait for everything to be perfect or feel like they need to have some extremely formal training and a certificate. 
But I love that you just said, no, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, I think that it's, you know, if you spend all of your time preparing, then you're not actually like getting into what you want to be doing. And I sort of felt that way uh, opening my studio. I was a little bit nervous about it, but I felt like I had just been kind of waiting for this right time. And then I realized there wasn't really a right time. I just had to do it and see how it went. That's one of the aha moments of really adulthood. Nobody mm-hmm. knows what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. But you do at the same time. So how did you come up with the name Little Mountain Stoneworks? Um, so Little Mountain is the name of a small mountain peak near my house in Crawford, Tennessee. I was uh, it's about 40 minutes north of Cookville, and I was looking on a map trying to think about what I should call my business. And I saw the name Little Mountain and I thought it described this area really well, too, because we're kind of in the foothills here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Now, how many pieces do you create in, say, a month or even a year, whichever time (laughs) works for you? Well, I think it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm getting ready for a craft show where I know I need to fill a whole 10 by 10 booth, I could make gosh, anywhere from like 15 to 25 pieces in a month. Um, But normally I don't like to work that quickly. Uh, I try to prepare so that I don't have to do that, but I'm not great at preparing. So sometimes that is what I have to do. But um, like right now I'm sort of working on some bigger pieces. So I'll probably only finish, you know, two pieces in January, um, but there'll they'll be bigger pieces. What do you define as a bigger piece? Um, so actually pr- not that big compared to like other stone carvers, nothing life size. I mostly work with pieces that I can physically move myself, um, but bigger, maybe like two to three feet tall kind of size, whereas most of the stuff I make is more like handheld sized. I was about to ask. That's got to weigh a lot, right? Yeah, you got to have some muscle. Yeah, I have a different, you know, dolly carts and ways to get my stones around. But yeah, I like to not make anything too cumbersome so that I can, you know, put it in my car and move it mm-hmm. around. And yeah, do you enjoy all the alone time, all the solitude with mm-hmm. creation? Yeah, I I think I'm definitely an introvert. I. I like being around people when I choose to be around people, but mm. I like my alone time a lot as well. And that's kind of like I love going into my studio and just having my space to myself. And then if I want to be around people, you know, I'll go out and see people. But it's nice for work to just be able to get into my process by myself. And what kind of environment do you like to work in? Do you like to work in silence? Do you have music on? I always have music on or podcasts. Okay. Um, I Because I work with power tools, I always have headphones in. Um, and so I'm always listening to listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and uh, <laughs> diff- different things. And then, yeah, I love listening to music, too. I, I don't really like when it's too silent. I was about to say, if you're just alone in that shop, you'd almost need a little something to accompany totally. you, especially yeah. when you're working with all those big power tools. Totally, yeah. It helps to drown out the power tools and also give me, I don't know, something to listen to. Yeah. Well, we'll have more with Emma Levitz right after the break. Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting with a stone carver, local artist and business owner, Emma Levitz. 
Emma owns Little Mountain Stoneworks. Emma, how can people find Little Mountain Stoneworks? Yeah, so my studio is located at 905 West Broad Street in Cookville. Um, It's just open by appointment right now. Um, You can find my work on my website, littlemountainstoneworks.com, or on social media, at Little Mountain Stoneworks. Perfect. And do you take commissions, or are you just making what you want? Yeah, I, I love doing custom pieces and commissions, so I'm always taking orders for that kind of thing. Um, I like to make a, a piece that's specific for a space, so I love doing commissions. Um, and then I also sell my work at craft fairs and things, but those will be mostly in the spring and summer. When someone requests a certain piece, do you ever have to say no or I can't do that? Or? I haven't had to say no yet. Okay. Um, I, I like to challenge myself. So, you know, if it's something I haven't done before, I'll be open about that. But I'm I'm ready to take on something I haven't done before. But, yeah, I haven't gotten a request that's been too crazy yet. What types of things have people requested? Generally, uh, it's different um, like bowls or vessels for their home. So a lot of times if people are remodeling a part of their house, they want a piece that maybe matches like a backsplash that they have or just kind of goes with the vibe of their house. Um, So I like to see like a picture of the space where it's going to kind of think about what it looks like in the room. Do people ever ask for lessons or anything? Um, So I am going to be offering workshops this year um, because a lot of people have been saying they'd love to learn how to carve stone or they say I could never do it and I want to tell them that they could. Um, So I have a workshop coming up on February 12th. Um, It is a pendant carving workshop and we'll be carving soapstone, which is a really good beginner stone to work with. Um, and you can register for that uh, through the link that's on my social media. It's on Eventbrite. Um, and I'll have more workshops coming up too. TBA. TBA. With your business, do you enjoy the kind of type A side of that, which is being super organized? Or do you just have to grin and bear it? <laughs> you know, it's kind of a mix. I think in some ways I like I like doing things like updating my website and um, I'm a list person. So I do like some of it. Um, you know, I, I guess I wish my education taught me a little bit more about taxes and all that <laughs> because that part is always challenging. That's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I I mean, sometimes I wish I could not have to do any of the business stuff and just be in my studio making. But Mm -hmm. it's part of it. And that's interesting that you say that, because just about every single artist that I've had in here, they all say, I'm actually very organized. I'm very task oriented. I Mm -hmm. love my lists. So I feel (laughs) like there's this very strange notion that artists are always just out there floating and have no concept of time when they have to be probably the most diligent because you have to make your own schedule, right? Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, in school, I was probably more loose and was not as much of a list person. But now that I have to be, I've just learned to be that way. You know, yeah, it's it's like I have to set my own hours and make my own schedule and I have to price all of my own work and um you know, it's just it takes a certain level of organization to do all of that and not go crazy. So and discipline because yeah. you're having to do the art side 
and the business side. It's yeah. a lot. You have to use both sides of your brain, both sides of your brain. Totally. Yeah. It's so I'll try to have a day where it's my office day and I'll um like one day a week where I just like catch up on my accounting and all that kind of stuff. Um but sometimes I don't get to it that week because I'm too into whatever I'm working on in the studio. So there's a balance. I'm Caroline Moore and I'm chatting with Emma Levitz. She is a local business owner, stone carver and artist. She owns Little Mountain Stoneworks. But you mentioned here the, the strong community of artists that are here in the Upper Cumberland. So you moved here with some artists. How did you get connected with everybody else and Art Prowl? Well, yeah, I would say my first Art Prowl in 2017 was when I really started to meet the other artists in this community. Um, and I joined the board of Art Round Tennessee, who puts on Art Prowl in 2018, I think, 2018, I believe. Uh, in the before times. In the before times. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, I joined the board, and that helped me meet a lot of other artists. And um, I just think it's really important in smaller cities like this to bolster the creative community a lot. I mean, I know when... I had graduated from school in Boston. I felt like I didn't really have any options to actually be an artist in Boston because mm. it was it was like impossible to figure out how to afford to just live there and then let alone rent a studio space and find time to actually work in that studio while having to like work so much to just pay rent. And I think that smaller cities like this that have a thriving art community, it allows artists to have other options besides just having to live in a really big city. Um, and so I think getting involved with Art Round Tennessee made me, um, just helped me to kind of work on that to help strengthen the community that's here. Um, if there is an artist out there who's just hearing about Art Prowl or Art Round Tennessee for the first time, how would they get involved with that? Yeah, so they can reach out. Um, so now I, I work for Art Round Tennessee now. I stepped off the board last year so that I could work with them more um, doing their website and different administrative jobs for them. And uh, so people can contact Art Round Tennessee at gmail.com or reach out on the website or social media and you can become a member and then um, you're invited to apply for Art Prowl and participate in different exhibitions and other things that we have planned for the year. Obviously, as an artist, you're doing your your passion as your work. So I got to ask, do you have any other hobbies that you do on your free time? Yeah. Do you have free time? I know you're very busy. <laughs> yeah, I, it's... Gosh, I don't mean to sound boring, but I don't really. I <laughs> I feel like I work all the time. So when I do a free time, I really like to be able to spend time with my friends or my boyfriend or my dog. And I really like to I feel like my brain is always like going, going, going in between doing my own art and the business side and everything. So when I have free time, I really like to kind of shut it off. And I, um, I, I live out of town in, in Crawford and it's very rural and peaceful and I kind of like to just be out in nature and I don't know rest <laughs> vegetate <laughs> vegetate yeah sometimes you just gotta zone out yeah I think that counts as productivity I think so too you gotta do nothing sometimes you do it's <laughs> the only way to keep the creative energy going yes is having time to just kind of chill 
Well, Emma, thank you so much for coming in today. Once again, how can people find Little Mountain Stoneworks online? Uh, yes, you can find me on social media at Little Mountain Stoneworks or my website, littlemountainstoneworks.com. Thank you so much, and thank thanks you. for listening to the chat.